0: Joining us now, he is currently the South Carolina Women's Golf Associate Head Coach and Director of Golf Development and Facilities, Puggy Blackman joins us. Puggy, welcome into the golf shop. Oh, great to be joining you. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing good, Puggy. Doing awesome. Uh, You're you're retiring following the 2018-19 season. You've done a little bit of everything over around 35 years, haven't you? Uh yeah,
1: I'd say a little bit of everything. It's been kind of a very uh as I put it, a very intricate tapestry of of different experiences and people and uh, you know, it's been it's been a great ride and uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, at a point in time where, you know, I've got I think I've got a few good years left. So, um after 36 years of the uh, collegiate coaching, which is uh, you know, after a period of time, the travel and and just simple uh, anxiety of, of, being around competition and, uh, your, your job security, uh, basically being, uh, largely due to 18 to 22 year old kids playing, um, you know, kind of, kind of racks your body up a little bit. So, um, looking forward to maybe, uh, uh, another plateau or a little different career. So, anyway, looking forward to it.
2: Huggy, um, uh, you're one of my heroes. For 12 years, you coached at Georgia Tech, and, uh, and my whole family went there. I'm an Atlanta native, and, man, you had some good talent down there at Georgia Tech. Um, tell us about that experience, because I know you, you did real – I mean, you had, what, 11 straight appearances in the NCAA and then finished uh, first or second in the ACC tournament for, like, nine straight years. Uh, that's just an incredible record.
1: Well, you know, that's the one thing I, 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 I kind of look back at now, and, and you know, starting at, at Tech, um, I don't know whether you remember, uh, we we got started there. It was actually totally coincidental that I got into coaching and happened to go to Tech. I was there uh, after spending a number of years um, all over Florida, uh, basically working with uh, primarily distressed properties for Chase Manhattan Trust. and. Mm. Uh, had helped start the American junior and, uh, uh, just had the opportunity to get into coaching for the first time, coaching the junior world cup team, uh, in Ireland in 81 with, uh, one of the players, uh, well known to most people in this part of the country, Billy Andre right. was 17 at the time. And now he's, <laughs> he's on the champions tour, <laughs> yes. but anyway, just, uh, you know, um, after that experience, wanted to try coaching and 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 put together a proposal and went in and helped the American Junior kind of find some sponsors and things and also ran the Junior World Cup in Atlanta and that's where ran into some great tech people and they were they were actually considering dropping golf at the time and wow. uh, you know I <laughs> I took the job for. You know, um, a whopping seventeen thousand dollars a year, uh, which you can't live in Atlanta. And you know, during that time, we were fortunate because a, a, a guy that really made it all happen, Charles Brown, there with uh, who started Technology Park Atlanta. Um, he stepped in and needed someone to help him build the standard club at the time, and mm-hmm. so I did that for five years. And then the Atlanta Junior was struggling financially, so we took that off over and ran it out of the basement of our house and. That, uh that grew very quickly to about 12 1300 kids in just a short period of time but you know it was kind of it was kind of wild there having three jobs yeah. <laughs> and, te- and coaching at the same time but you know we were really we were really fortunate because um, you know that first half year was really experienced because we were you know dealing with some the, the team that finished pretty much dead last all the time and uh, but we did have some bright spots with Bob McDonald, who turned out to be an All American, and some others. And then, you know, our first great player came with Bill McDonald, who was the National Junior Player of the Year out of Dalton. And uh, we put on a recruiting visit uh, for him that everything that we did is now illegal. But um, we did get Bill, and he was the first, first big time player in his freshman year. You know, we went wire to wire and won the first of five ACCs. And, uh, you know beat a lot of great teams you know north carolina had wake and a bunch of great players and uh wake had billy andrade and chris kite and uh you know a lot of great players so that was where it got started and we were you know i don't know i, I, I consider recruiting to be you know it's a lot of luck involved and just um sure but tech was a great place it was um atlanta was awesome for you know 15 years but uh as you know, uh, it can get pretty <laughs> grindy over there with with the traffic. Fifteen years of trying to get around that city, but
2: I'm glad to be out well, of there. To be honest with you, Bucky, I, my whole family's down there. I can't even stand going down to visit it. So bad down
1: there. <laughs> well, we just came through there um, twice. We went through it on the way to Auburn last Friday, and back through on Sunday afternoon or Monday afternoon.
0: And you know, I just couldn't wait to get <laughs> get on right. the other side. Right. So yeah. anyway yeah talk to us a little bit about over the over the years I mean over 35 36 years I mean what's changed the most I mean we've seen we've seen the game go you know technology wise to go leaps and bounds but we've also uh, seen the women's game I mean the women have gotten so much better haven't they
1: well yeah and it's that's that, it's been a lot of fun I mean I you know I, I did the 25 years working with the guys and then you know spent a lot of weeks every year with with, with David Duval on tour and um, and then once I switched over to the, to the women's side for the last 10 years, it, it was very easy for me because actually the, 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 the women are now playing uh, basically the, the game the guys used to. I mean, they're, they're hitting at similar distances, and, you know, and the guys have gone to a game I don't. I mean, I went out a couple of times last year with, with David, um, New Orleans and, and Dallas, I can't. I can't believe. I mean, it was just hard for me to fathom how far they're hitting golf balls yeah. today, and you know, Davidson still hitting it over three hundred yards. And I mean, he's he's seventy behind most of these young guys he's playing with. But um, you know, it, 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 the women are playing. I did have a chance to work uh, a couple of ha- two to three years with uh, Mion Lee. Um, her Right after her rookie year, I worked worked with her for a couple of years, went to a lot of the majors with her, and saw firsthand. I mean, these the great old golf courses um, that the guys used to play are are perfect for the women now, so it was a very interesting transition because, you know, the women are, again, they're having to, there's a little bit of ball striking, shaping, uh, a little bit of thought now. I mean, you know, the guys just get up and just hit it as far as they can, and then, it is fired at everything, and uh, the women are a little bit – they have to they have to be a little bit more um, into the mental side and, and putting the ball in play. So it's, it's been fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you – and the other thing, too, is when you talk about the, what's changed over the years, I mean, you, you made a mention of it, and it's recruiting. I mean, recruiting now is not, you know, regional or the, you know, U.S.-wide. It's, it's worldwide, bringing in players from all around the world to these collegiate programs.
1: Well, especially on the women's side, um, you know what I've seen firsthand. I mean, the, the vast majority of our players are are from. I mean, like our current our current squad um, is Spain, France, uh, Nigeria, the Philippines. Um, they're from all over, and you know what you see is that you know the. the 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 number of, of girls as opposed to guys in the United States is is you know it's it's tougher to find the the really good player and then you got to try to you know try to get them here um, but you know our, our head coach uh, Kaylin Anderson uh, has done a wonderful job and she's developed quite a network uh, throughout Europe and uh, you know we're starting to see the benefits of her labor over there, because we're getting some really, really good players. And the exciting thing is that you know we've we've um, we've been able to continue the streak. Um, and the fact that once we started in '85 and, and made our first NCAA appearance, uh, you know I, I, I've never had a team that that didn't make it to the postseason. So, you know that's kind of that's kind of fun to watch. And 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 the thing that excites me is that. So, I know that all the stuff that, that, that I've done and, and tried to learn and, and implement, whether it be um, collegiately or on either the tours, is it works. Um, I've watched it. So, kind of anxious to, to see where this goes with that because I know, um, you know, and coaching is a little bit different in that we're, you know, we're a strange animal and that we, we are looking at every possible facet to. To get our players to play better, think better, um, last longer, <laughs> uh, deal with the complexity of the game, the mental side, and then uh, and then to realize that the game uh, is not a world in itself because most of these kids are. The biggest thing I see is that, that they they take it so seriously that um, these days that you know that it starts really becoming. A part of their self-esteem, and that's that's not good. We got to keep it a game. So, that's that's a big part of it. So it's 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 been a great ride. I mean, I've learned a ton, and just been a lot around a lot of great players, and been a lot of great places, and you know, just uh, ready to see where this goes.
2: Huggy, speaking of great players, in in your thirty-five years, who did you, which which golfer? do you think had the most talent and, and and did you know that they were going places with that talent?
1: Well, I mean, obviously uh, the one I was involved with is, is you know, David, David Duvall. Duvall. And, yeah. and, you know, the funny thing is that, that with, with David Duvall, um, you know, a part of my time with Chase Manhattan Trust was actually in Jacksonville. And yeah. I got to know David's dad, Bobby, very well, played with Bobby some. And, and so when I got into coaching and saw this kid's name come up, I'm like, well, this kid can play half as good as his old man. He can be a player. So mm-hmm. we moved on him early, and we got him. Um, I mean, we signed him, and then right after that, the summer after, I mean, he just won everything right. nationally. Yeah. And so we were fortunate there. And then, uh, you know, David came in, and, and, you know, he he just he changed everything. He changed everything. Um, I think that the bar was raised even within our own program, even though we'd had success. um, David, David was, was different. I mean, he, you know, I made the comment years ago when he was finishing college that he had, you know, he had the upper body of, of Greg Norman, um, the lower body of Nicholas and in the mind of Hogan, you know, and, uh, but you know, I, I knew he was special, and he he challenged me. I, people have read, read some of this stuff, but he was a, you know, David. In a lot of ways, was was probably twenty five to thirty uh, from a from a golf standpoint as far as maturity, but but socially he he lacked a little bit there and was a little younger. So um, our relationship it, it continues today, uh, even as of yesterday. You know, we were in contact and. Uh, but he was special. I mean, I knew he was. He was a he was a thoroughbred, and um, you know, Bobby Crimmins, our basketball coach, and one of my best friends. He, you know, he made a comment when with, about David. You know, he said, you know, you got to just understand that David's a thoroughbred, and you got to understand exactly as a jockey, you got to understand that that you know, if you hit him too hard. He's not going to run, and if you hit him too easy, he's not going to run. So you got you got to find yeah. that you know what what motivates him, and, and how do you help him get better?
0: Yeah. Well, Puggy man, we appreciate you coming on with us, and uh, we uh, hope that you have a great time in retirement, my man.
1: Well, I'll hopefully see you around because I like to say I'm not gonna I'm gonna maybe slow down a little bit, but uh, I'm just kind of gonna move a little in a different direction and uh, enjoy four granddaughters. So. <laughs> There there you go. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, Have a great day.